Thank you for listening to Second Main Face, a podcast about Magic the Gathering. And everyone, we are here for episode four of the second main phase. We're back. Who would have thought? Four episodes. We're four deep, baby. And as is tradition, we have four episodes, so naturally we're only going to have three people here. That's okay. Yeah. Joining us today is the one, the only, Jonathan DeMello. What up, D? What's going on? I love the golf club. I, I, well, I, I mean, we only have so many... Hands. Yeah, I know. I, I love it though. But every, everyone, feel nice. everyone watching at home, <laughs> clapped too. Oh yeah, yeah. So, who are you? Well, I'm I'm D. Known you, uh, I'm Jay Tiger. Okay. Um, of course, running with my uh, wife and Peach and our oldest daughter. And when I guess it's not really you know. There's really not a whole lot to me. I mean, I'm nothing special. But oh. you're uh, you're you're so special. You're beautiful. You're kind. You're charming, and you own the best magic shop around. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, there's that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dee, t- tell us about yourself uh, as far as uh, from magic standpoint, and then we'll get into the shop. Um, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna top the previous guest here. Okay. Oh, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be hard, too. Peach he, came through. He came through with the commander knowledge. He did. Well, no, well I mean, uh, lengthwise. Okay. I've been in and out of magic for 20 years. Oh, man. Yeah, Damn. I actually can remember my, uh, my Uncle Eddie bringing home some of the original... Booster packs. Like, are we talking Alpha original? Yes. That's sick, man. Old, old. Him bringing them home, and I'm, I'm looking at the cards. I'm like, these are pretty, but what, what's this? And he has some new weird game. I mean, um, I mean, that's I've been in and out screwing magic cards from uh, that young. Okay. I think it's probably like uh, eight years old, nine years, something like that. Well, what's your favorite card? It's actually it's it's ridiculous. I like the Kalani Heart Expedition. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> look it up. I gotta I look that up. What is I that? Uh, it's a green card. Um, it allows you to. I haven't even actually played it in so long. It's not funny. It allows you to uh, pull extra mana, if I'm not mistaken. Was it um, Expedition? I think it lets you put extra land. But the reason I like that card is because. Ah, the card. Yeah, man. The, the, day, the day I got that card, I got the matching playmat. If you ever look, my, my playmat, I have like an old playmat that I use up at the shop. Okay. The reason I haven't gotten a new playmat is I really like the art and it's from that card. Okay, is it just because you like the art? I, or just, the, I love the art. Okay. I love the, just the, you got the big, um, the, the big flower in the background and, and you look for, and at first I thought it was just the flower and then if you look closer in the foreground, yeah, it's a, it's a giant lotus and if you look closer in the foreground, there's an adventurer there like he's been exploring, looking for it. I just, I always like the imagery of, of that particular card, so. Well, now that you mentioned it's a lotus, I do have to ask, from where you have seen an actual alpha pack, have you ever seen a black lotus in person? I don't think so. Okay. Um, to be totally honest, the majority of the cards I remember from being that young were all white. I remember a lot of soldiers mm-hmm. and I remember banding and elephants. Banding's terrible, but <laughs> yeah. we, won't, we won't get into banding. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the, the majority of the ones I remember are white. Okay. So. Well, what is your favorite color in Magic? Uh, that's a hard one. Um, I've, I've bounced around over the years. Uh, what are you liking right now? R- right now, I'm going to say probably black and white. Black and uh, white. I can't, I can't really pick between the one because I like working uh, both together. So. Well, what's your favorite deck then? 
Uh, top tier wise, I, I don't, I don't really know. Just Doesn't even have anything. to be top tier. Just what do you like? I, I, I love vampires. Okay. I love seeing them work together with angels. So you like tribal stuff? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a fair statement. Tribal. Uh, it's like elves too, but that's not really even black and white. So. Yeah, but so, yeah, it's tribal. green and it matches your uh, your. Yeah, yeah, it matches the clawing art. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so we got that. And what's your favorite format? My favorite format. Um, I like limited formats, so I'd say probably draft. Really? Yeah, because that's the one where I tend to lose the least. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about two-headed giant? Two -headed no, I do love two-headed giant. Now, yeah, we did we yeah. did that two-headed giant event at the shop, and we're gonna do one again this month, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we will. We'll yes. get some more two-headed giant going on because we did have. We were such short notice, we didn't uh -huh. get as big a turnout as I would have hoped. Yeah. But we did get a very nice turnout. We got more than I expected for yeah. such short notice. It was eight, awesome. Eight people, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we had enough teams for everyone to play each other. Right. Yeah. Round Robin. Yeah, it was a blast. And man. two of the giant, that's a multiplayer form. Back when, when I played, um, I don't know what proper word to use. I know there's a list of words I can't use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we covered that before the chat. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what the word. But I mean, back when I was, um, I guess, very active and did a lot of multiplayer, mm -hmm. Two of the Giant was always my favorite. Um, I played a lot of Two of the Giant at Magic Gathering online back in the day, and yeah. actually got banned once. <laughs> Uh, it was a tent band. <laughs> I told you the story before, didn't I? No. So you, you form up, and it's random groups. Sometimes you have a buddy, but other things just kind of form. And we needed one other person to get our four-player two at a giant going. Uh -huh. And I'm typing in the chat, and I'm tired. It's late, and like, two at a giant, need one more. Come give head to the giant. And <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. And I took a 24-hour ban for that. <laughs> and so totally will we. It. Perfect. That's, <laughs> great. That's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I always love you know stories about getting banned from events and stuff. But. I can't wait to get into yours one day. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Uh, um, Daniel, you got anything for D? Um, yeah. I, so I just want to kind of talk about the shop and then your experience with Magic with the shop. So when you opened the shop up, did you have any idea how successful Magic was going to be? Given how successful Magic as a, an entity on its own yeah. has been over the years, I knew it was going to be a draw for the shop. Okay. Um, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no pun intended. Yeah. Um, I, I knew it was going to be a draw. I did not foresee how fast it was going to explode at our shop. Um, over 25 years of playing, I've been around. Mm -hmm. Although I've not been to SCG yet. As long as I'm not been to It's an experience. It's a pilgrimage. Yeah. But I've, I've been around to a lot of different shops. And I'm not saying this because, you know... I own the place, and I'm, I'm saying it because it's the truth. Yeah. I have not seen a, a better Magic the Gathering community at any other store I've ever been to in my life. I'm talking about totally different states. Yeah. I, I did not anticipate it exploding as quick as it did. Um, our first location on Main Street, mm -hmm. I thought we would be there for at least two, three years, and we outgrew that place in one, largely because of the Magic community. It's it has so it has been correct the most lucrative aspect of the shop. I mean, pound for pound. It's, I mean, you guys do other stuff at the shop, but Magic's yeah. the big. That's I, the big I would thing. say Magic probably is our top draw. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're always working on trying to promote and grow other communities, mm -hmm. but Magic by far was the the one that kind of just came in and it essentially grew itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Alan has talked about this as well. It's kind of like if, if it's kind of like a bread and butter staple for for local game stores, in in our opinion, where you know you get Magic established, and it and there's just so much content that comes out so frequently that the game is always new, the game is always fresh. It gets it gets people excited, and it's just 
it's one of those things, it's a competitive, it's a feel-good kind of game. It's like, you know, it feels awesome to win. Yeah, and I agree with you on that. It's it's one of those things, unlike other um, other collectible card games which you've seen in the past, um, Magic has always had basically the same format. The basic rules have never changed. It's just yeah. always the new mechanics to add in that always, and sometimes things get broken. Yeah. Um, but as long as you understand those core rules that have not really changed, except for like mulligans, for example, um, that much changed recently. But yes. the, with the new London mulligan, Mon- yeah, yeah, the London rule, um, the, the 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 core aspect of it just has not mm-hmm. changed over the years, and uh, the addition of the new mechanics to continually keep it fresh. But when it's it's keeping it fresh, but not forcing you to relearn the entire game yeah. from the ground up every time. Right. And I think that really helped out with, with uh, the success of the game overall. No doubt. Um, so before we uh, move on and actually get into the news and the topics at hand, what else do you guys have going on at the shop other than Magic? Uh, other than Magic the Gathering, we're your local game and comic shop. So of mm-hmm. course we sell comics, we sell board games. Um, uh, Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, uh, Fallout Wasteland Warfare. Yep. Uh, we, we do that as well. Um, we're trying to bust out some more Mata. Didn't you just break one of the uh, the glass fixtures with a Warhammer piece? No, okay, no. Yeah. So, actually, I was painting. We're doing the Beckley Gaming Expo. Okay. And we're doing a Fallout Wasteland Warfare demo for it. We're, we're going to try to get magic, but we got in a little bit late, and someone else already has a snag, but that's okay. We're just going to take it next year. Okay. Um, hopefully, but mm-hmm. but we'll, that's, that's off-camera stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, but no, I was painting some terrain for the demo, and I'd put... I'd glass case and this is the same glass case that broke last year at our very first pre-release oh, and we got the glass fixed on yeah. <laughs> um, just the glass on top isn't a year old it's crazy. I, and I had a, <laughs> a, a paint a, a games workshop painting like um, platform mm-hmm. over it so I wouldn't get paint all over the glass I get done painting and I'm cleaning up and I, I pick up the, the thing and it's sideways and it slips out of my hands and swings down and just barely we're talking a half inch of that platform mm-hmm. caught half inch of that glass and just put a big old crack in it. It's done now. Yeah, it's between the heat and I. I mean, I haven't seen anyone leaning on it. You know, most people mm-hmm. see it and go, "Well, that's not smart. Let's not put weight yeah. on it." We ran um, a game of modern on it Friday. So <laughs> sorry about that. We, and it was getting pretty heated too. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for that. Yeah, it's it just it's grown since then too. Yeah, and just, <laughs> not even a year old yet, and I've got to replace it again. All right. Well, so I guess we're gonna go ahead and head to the topics at hand. I mean, we just had 2020 drop, yep. and they've already announced a new set. Woo! We're off to the races. <laughs> Magic yeah. the Gathering. Let's go. I mean, it's a new set. It's every three-month rotation, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have these interstitial sets. We had Ultimate Masters in between, uh, what was it? Uh, it was in the Christmas kind of block there yeah. area uh, after Guilds, and then now we just had Modern Horizons, Horizons in between Spark and tw- uh, 20. So, I mean... It, I love it though. I Man, mean, more cards. I want more cards. More cards. It's so exhausting <laughs> to keep up with everything. I'm, I'm a valuing. Yeah, it's it, it is, and especially. I mean, we'll get into it with this uh, this 2020 set, but man, pound for pound. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's been rough. The, the power level of 2020 has been low. I mean, that's next on the show notes. It's uh, 2020 got released fully on Arena. Um, so we've had a chance to mess around with that a little bit. But we did do 2020 uh, draft. Pre-release. Yeah. Pre-release was this weekend, yep. So it was, a, it was what, just sealed? Sealed event, six packs. Mm-hmm. And how did you do? Uh, we, we, I think we both did pretty well. I mean, it's it, a lot to learn. But sitting there building it, I think there was a lot of kind of confusion. Like, looking around, uh, is this good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do, do I include this? Like, uh, this yeah. seems bad. 
Yeah. So a lot of questions that everyone had is is this seems good, but it doesn't feel good yeah. because I think we all were so used to the power level of War of the Spark. Yeah. Because that was crazy. I mean, there's a planeswalker in every pack, and then now here we're thinking, I guess this two two creature is good. Yeah. I mean, it's three mana, but I don't have anything else. And I pulled in a Johnny, and I was like. It, it, there was like you know that rush of a planeswalker it yeah. was not there yeah. and I was like oh okay uh, planeswalker cool did, did, are we desensitized to planeswalkers I'm desensitized today? Alan I'm desensitized to planeswalkers did anyone pull a Chandra I pulled, yes. an, I pulled an uncommon Chandra no, no one no one has pulled the mythic rare one yet okay but we have had quite a few of the um, the, the uncommon baby Chandras okay and uh, a handful of smattering of the um, the rare one so while we were deck building, yeah. granted we got to play against other people. What were you seeing uh, going around people building and everything? <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of green mana was gone. Yes, from our store pool. Yes, I've actually I had to re- replenish the green mana because people I, I guess another one's been bringing it back. But um, yeah, green I, I has been mine. seeing same here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I, we've got more. Um, the players refill it. So, but you know, I saw a, a ton of green mana get played. Mm-hmm. Then a lot of flyers. So yeah. a lot of flyers going out. What was the best card that did that, Daniel? I think you pulled it. Uh, wow. Um, what's his, what's his name here? It's a seven. It's a seven seven red dragon. Uh, refresh my memory. Oh, hang on. I got it pulled up right here. Oh, okay. oh. So this guy that we're pulling up here is actually, if I can find the tab. Uh oh. Where's he at? There he is. There he is. Yeah, okay, he's actually the card of the cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing like won some games for me just by itself. So, Daniel, the first time I seen you use it, you were in an incredibly unwinnable situation. Yeah, I was up against Peach. Uh, shout out, Peach. What's up, <laughs> the, the Commander King? Um, we were. It was. It was game one. Real slow game. Board stall situation, which seems to be a very consistent thing with the core set twenty twenty. Players just go wide. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, with the tokens. I mean, I had to like move my stuff to the like out of the way just to put all the creatures on yeah. the top of the, the map. The the only big removal is planar cleansing, right? And I didn't see anybody play. Or yeah, play I didn't that. see it. Yeah, I wanted. I, did, I pulled my promo. Was one of my was not planar cleansing. Mine, okay. mine definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, but so this guy so, right here. Yeah. So I I, I kept I, I kept looking for the third red mana. Finally found it. Um, I was I was running Jeskai, and this guy came down. So when he comes down, you know it's it's a seven seven flyer. That's scary enough. Yeah, seven but, mana, seven seven flyer. But what? when he yeah. attacks, I mean you're doing four damage to a target, any target, including the opponent or planeswalker, and then dealing three damage to each of two additional other targets. So this guy can hit for eleven. He can hit up cold cold clock eleven damage. <laughs> Like next turn, over half your life. So, how much life did Peach have whenever you finally pulled him? Uh, I think it was he was up to like forty some life at that point. And you were down to what, like six, six or seven? Yeah, that's yeah. something stupid. So, but yeah, as far as a draft card, draft card, this is a bomb. I, honestly, I think this is like a, a five out of five if we're rating it on that scale. But honestly, this could see constructed play, in my opinion. What, what do you think it would go in? So, the Sarkon Planeswalker from M19. Um, this is a card that people have kind of forgotten about, and this is a three-mana Planeswalker, and it's uptick ability, I believe. Oh, you can only spend the mana on dragons. Correct. Yeah, so, there is a dragon deck out there that I think is waiting to get built, and maybe I'll play with it. 
Um, that that's something that I think is possible. And with the new Sarkon from War of the Spark, mm-hmm. whoa, that thing is already on the top table yeah. as a standard with the the, the four color Dreadhorde mm-hmm. list. D, could you run this? Probably not. <laughs> I'm, just not no, I'm, I'm just I'm not that good. Um, but no, this, we, we got to make it the top seven first. I've seen them. Um, yeah. I've actually seen, you're talking about dragon decks, so you're talking about putting in a dragon yeah. deck waiting to be built. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny you mention that, once again, shout out to Peach, he has a Sarkon dragon deck I played against and I could see that card going in. Because his, his mana draw and his mana ramp is mm-hmm. ridiculous. <clears throat> so he can, he can justify that seven, that seven mana cost yeah. fast. In recent magic history here, dragons have not been a good. thing. No, they haven't been good no. at all. Nickel Bolas from 19 and the Nickel Bolas from the Spark, I mean, obviously they're they're being played, but any other dragons being played? None coming to mind. Um, there was one from M19 that actually kind of caught my interest was Demanding Dragon. Do you remember this one? No, which one was that one? Okay, he was a 5-5 five, five flyer, and basically when he came down, he made you sack a, cre- a creature... Um, and I thought this was a card that was actually going to see play, but... Um, oh, yeah, and you can deal five damage. Yeah, it was kind of one of those, like, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're going you're gonna to get something out of this. But, you know, is this good enough? Um, five mana? I, I, don't, I don't know. But, you know, it, it could go in a dragon tribal deck, potentially. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like I said, as far as Card of the Cast goes, man, that dragon was just, it's crazy good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, so, D, but you actually got a planner cleansing from your yeah. pool. That's awesome. But see, that's why I said, would I use a card like that? Yeah, so I, I would use it completely inappropriately and just get my, my ass handed to me for using it because <laughs> I'm just not that good. Well, typically, that's how, that's <laughs> so, how these worked, you know? But, Daniel, you pulled it out, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I mean, you're you have to get, yeah. But I mean, in a limited format, I know it does turn the knot. You're getting yeah. to turn seven for sure, right? Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. going way past that. I mean, it's a slower format already, and now, I mean, this is very doable, in my opinion. All right. So, I mean, we we had a blast, and I can't wait to draft again, especially in two headed giant format. Woo! So, speaking of formats, yeah, we have a new format. That is finally sanctioned by Wizards for Planeswalker points, and that is Popper. Yeah. What do you think about Popper, D? Are you a Popper guy? I've not actually played Popper in a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, I wouldn't really consider myself a, a Popper guy. Um, but I, I, I do dig the format. Yeah. Because at, at that point, you, you have some people that have some very deep pockets when it comes to the aftermarket. Right. And can drop money and build these really expensive top-tier decks. Well, Popper opens up to everyone else who has just a bulk ton of common sitting yeah. at home. So, so for people who don't know, uh, Popper is a constructed format where you can only use commons. That's it. So the reason why this has now been sanctioned, um, and to my knowledge anyway, uh, there is only just one Popper format. There's not modern. Uh, there's not standard. It's just... Not legacy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Commander. There's just Popper. Mm-hmm. Um, every card that has ever been printed in common is now Popper, Popper legal. legal. Which is crazy, because they've had commons before that it got reprinted into uncommons, mm-hmm. and then some, but probably even rare cases. You know. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know of any specific cases where that's happened, but even at the uncommon level, I mean, oh, that's yeah. a significant power increase. Mm-hmm. What I'm afraid of, though, and this is what we we're talking about, there's only there's some cards that have only been printed one time in something. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm I can't. Afraid the price hike. I'm, I'm, I can't really speak about it too much. I've never personally even played Popper. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about this, though, from these perspective. You're just saying, you know, yeah. this is an entry point to somebody who doesn't have the bugs to blow. I mean, this is this is something that I think is exciting. And crazy cards from back in the day, I would love to see some of those old cards back yeah. on the tables. You know what I mean? Oh, I would love it. Um, but now we have Planeswalker points. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> Store support. Yeah. So we can even do two at a giant popper yeah. Whoa. so the, Whoa. the price thing uh kind of throws me off too because yeah. i mean we have we actually this past weekend sold i think like 70 80 dollars of just commons and uncommons that's crazy out of the, out of the bulk card yeah. house hmm. um they know it's coming it, it, well <laughs> yeah and, and now we have to go through man because a lot of those that uh, the the hike might uh warrant taking them out of the, the bulk mm-hmm. collection, putting them in the binder. Putting commons in a binder, that yeah. blows my mind. So now this leads us to the best, our, our next topic. It's uh, it's our main face, so it's magic, the financing. <laughs> Daniel, I need you to take this part. Oh. Okay. With, with, so, his, with his ticker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got the ticker up. So he sits ticker. down, and uh, he's looking at my screen, and uh, his comment is, if there was ever a guy that was sitting there looking at magic, the st- magic stocks, it was me. So uh, that, I guess that's kind of been... That's your thing. Uh, that's my yeah. thing. That's your thing. Well, you know, what, what site are you using? Are you allowed to it's, say the it's, site? On? It's, uh, no, we got to we gotta bleep the site out. Okay, uh, well, he's at, he's at www.bloop.com. Oh, no, you can say MTG Finance. You can say that. Oh, okay, okay. Well, he's at, like, MTG Finance. So, and so basically, it's like there, a, there's a stock ticker. It's a stock well, ticker. Yeah. <laughs> it's a stock for Magic cards. It's a trading yeah. site. And yeah. this this site's so cool. Um, I'm not trying to like pump this site, but <laughs> it's just like you know, I, I have a lot of interest in how cards rise and fall, and and just crazy spikes in in certain cards. Mm-hmm. Looking at the finance, getting back into this 2020, dang, the the financials of this set are terrible. Out. Yeah, they're they're bad. There's only a couple cards that are. <clears throat> There's only really only card that's worth twenty bucks, right? Is is old Leland, old Leyline of the Void. I and call it Leland. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's it. Leyline of the Void is the only card that is it's worth the most. The lands are two bucks each. The Scry lands. Yeah. And and, and before we we got that reveal, I think Leyline was sitting at around fifty. Because I, I mean, can't remember. I, I don't know, but this this was before Horizons. Mm-hmm. But as Horizons was coming out, and graveyards were going off the chain, off the heezy, yeah. for sheezy. Um, People needed ley lines for sure, yep. and uh, now I think they like responded to to that. Um, I'm sorry, I was being real super corny there for a minute, but no, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, but, it's, um, it's in, our it's our show. In the hizzle for shizzle, you know what I'm yeah. saying, my my homies. Lay uh, lizzle, dude. Yeah, lay lizzle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it, 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 I think Wizards had to reprint this because the the financials of it were getting out of hand, and it was something that had to be done. Um, because do you think they needed to print it to sell the set, Alan? That, that's a that's a good question. And, and in my opinion, there's cards just thrown in here like haphazardly. Like, oh, we just need to get filler in here, yeah. and we need to have some kind of uh, expl- I mean, a, a reasoning for this set to even be printed. D, what do you think? Have you had a chance to really look through? <laughs> the no, I looked through. I looked at quite a few, but I would have to uh, somewhat agree with. Uh, I was trying to come with something equally a corny, and I lost it. Um, but <laughs> no, I'd okay. have to agree because even if I, if you look back hey, at uh, Corset twenty nineteen, greasy for cheesy, yeah. greasy for cheesy. There yeah. we go. If you look back at uh, Corset twenty nineteen, it was almost kind of the same story. I don't think the initial values on that were all that great either. Let's take a peek at uh, what they're at now with that. And I, I, if memory serves, the 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 top card is still Nickel Bolas. 
Um, and I think it's around like 30 or so. And then there was other cards, like you're talking about cards being thrown in almost as filler. And I seem to remember a few, you know, that happening or, or having that same um, thought mm-hmm. with 2019 here and other core sets in the past. I've always personally looked at a core set of, yeah, that, that's what it is. You're not going to get anything all that great out of a core set. Yeah, right. I mean, it is it's a so, core set. Yeah, so when, when the expand on it is when you're going to start to see price fluctuations mm-hmm. because as stuff rotates out and more things rotate in, those core set cards find a home. Yeah, uh, core, um, core set 19, Crucible of Worlds, there is no synergy with that card in that set. I mean, that, that you know what I mean? The, the synergy in standard with it was Field of Ruin. That was in Ixalan. Um, so Scape Shift, that's a modern playable card. And then uh, Vivian Reed was pretty expensive there when that Sultai yeah. list was pretty prominent in standard, but now it's down to $10. So, you know, this this set has, I mean, some cards at the top of the, the list are still relatively high. I mean, you've got a 25 and a $30 card there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not terrible. Um, Better than this set. So, you know, now that we, we've we've touched on that part, the, the other thing that you did point out whenever we did first crack our packs was cardstock. Yeah. What do you think? Whew, they fixed it. Uh, so you, you had a little bit of concern there. We yeah. talked about this was kind of one of the topics of the show last week where the deteriorating cardstock, I mean, it's pathetic. I mean, you're spending so much money on these cards. Mm-hmm. You've been them wrong, wrong way one time, and it's just over. Yeah, it's been. And, I mean, and also, like, the printing on them, I mean, it just looks like crap. Well, I mean... Daniel, what I do oh. have here... Oh, we got a little test. We got a test. I have, oh, gosh. Uh, I need you to close your eyes for me. Oh, this is a, this is a first time. I mean, yeah. this, is a, this is an on-site test. And, guys, I have not felt these cards. I have not felt he these has cards. Not. So, we have right, a... Glasses coming off. We have an M19... Eyes blindfolded. M19 intro deck list. Okay. And an M20 intro deck. Okay. I'm going to hand you one of each. I'm going to mix it up. Okay. And you're going to tell me... These are quality cards. Which in these one decks. is which? These are quality cards in these decks, guys. Okay. Who's the, uh, the welcome decks? So, fill this one. Don't look. Yeah. One's M19, one's M20. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then fill that one. This is the M20. Open your eyes. He got it. I mean, you can just tell. Like, it's, it's way thicker. Um, like the the art on it. As soon as I as I soon mean, as he handed it to me, I was like, that's, "That's the M twenty." Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's like super nerd to like the next level. Yeah. But for somebody <laughs> that I mean, we we handle cards all the time. I mean, that's what we're doing. And it just like I was. It was so funny because I had just recently, you know, kind of gotten back into Magic last year. And I, I saw the cards from Ixalan, and I was like, oh, man, these look sweet. These are, like, nice. And then we got the Guilds cards, and I was like, what, what is this? <laughs> oh, no. Wizards, what you doing? Yeah. But, you know, and I was concerned because if they had to actually address that the cardstock was an issue, the, were you noticing that with cards sitting in binders, were they bending easier? What, yes. Yeah. Uh, it, it's Especially with the foil ones. If you get a foil card, as soon as you open it up out of the pack, if it's foil, mm-hmm. even if it's a penny sleeve, Get it in something. If yeah. you just leave it out to the air, that thing's gonna curl like a Frito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it's it's done, and yeah. that has to do with I think a lot of that has to do with the flimsier stock that they're using. Yeah. Well, hopefully this will increase card value. Now, Daniel, in the show notes, you did put that Horizons has gone up. Yeah, uh, a few cards kind of surging. Specifically, Ren and Six. The he's two like fifty dollars now. So I was like scouring 
I was scouring the deck list, Alan. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find the hide nor hair of <laughs> Ren, or, Ren and Six in any of the deck lists. Yeah. Where, where is he at? Is he Commander? I guess we should have asked Peach. Peach, Commander Peach, episode three. Yeah, Renin six. He's a planes. He's a two mana planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a full playset of him. Okay, well you're sitting on a gold mine right now. You're sitting on like no, I don't. Two hundred fifty dollars. I was like, okay, well, well, you're good to go now, man. So D like historically tells everybody he is terrible at pulling uh, cards, and he, he like when War of the Spark came out, he just was so excited because he's pulling <laughs> he's so many planeswalkers. <laughs> he was so hyped. Yeah, I've only pulled two planeswalkers ever. One of them was the Karn that actually you bought. Yeah, from yeah, our yeah. yeah, that's and now then War came out. <laughs> oh my gosh, all these all these planeswalkers. Yeah, I'm so happy. So no, it was the best day. I just. I was concerned about. Well, regardless, I was concerned about Horizons. Yeah. When it first came out, because before when people were pre-ordering, like uh, Sarah Angel, uh, or Sarah not Sarah Angel, Angel Lord uh, Sarah uh, the um, Benevolent. Yeah, um, she was like fifty dollars to pre-order, sixty bucks. I know it's always pre-order prices. That's always and predictions, but now she's just tanked. Yeah. Uh, the only cards that really maintain their value have been Force Negation. Yeah, and that's actually gone up, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. And so has uh, Prismatic Vista. Um, so I'm gonna I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, but yeah, I'm on the wrong I'm on the wrong one. But uh, so yeah, Renin Six is is definitely the highest, and then uh, the Urzra. So that is also the well, he's commander though, right? No, there are there are deck lists in Modern that <laughs> that Urza is in. There's a Grixis Urza list. Um, Infinite Thopter combo. Uh, that's that's a thing. So infinite Thopter after oh, Thopter. They they do go infinite. I hear. Yeah, they do. Um, but uh, so that that's uh, he's actually good as well. Um, but like you said, uh, mm-hmm. Force of Negation is still still thirty thirty five dollars. I'm gonna yeah, try to pull it up. Something crazy. Um, so I mean, I guess once you get your once you get your singles, just hang on to them. Have, have you guys have been? It's been hard keeping Modern Horizons in stock for you guys, hasn't it? Not really. Um, the The biggest issue we've been seeing is people don't, which you guys talked about this on one of your previous episodes, people don't want it for Modern. People want uh, Modern Horizons yeah. for Commander. Mm-hmm. And so there hasn't been a lot of call for it. Getting it in, that's easy. I can get you a case tomorrow if okay. you want it. For some reason, I was thinking oh, it was wow. just harder to get in. So now Spark has been what's been hard to keep really? in. Yeah, and that's probably, that. you probably do a whole other show on that <laughs> on itself. But it was, Spark has been what's been hard I think it's because drafting's been so fun with it. I, I think it's because Wizards didn't make enough cards. We had the same exact problem when Dominaria came out mm. last year. So. And do you think that is the reason for the price price of the Teferi? Is that the, pri- the reason for the price of... Uh, it's harder to get. What, what's it's that? just yeah. harder to get. Yeah. Well, but if you look at the prices of War of the Spark, they are plummeting. Really? But yeah. Like, buy, buy, buy on all uh, mythic planeswalkers in War of the Spark. I mean, if you if you look at the, the, the numbers there, I mean... Uh, Nickel Bolas is down to fifteen dollars. Gideon of the Black Blade. He was Blade. thirty at one point. I know, and, and, and I trust me, I know. <laughs> and Gideon of the Black Blade is down like below ten. I mean, and these are cards that I thought, you know, were going to hold their value. Teferi has gone down to fifteen or so. Mm-hmm. So, I think those will get, get those will rebound. Obviously, once this set rotates out or yeah, they stop in, in October, it. we'll see. Yeah, that, yeah. That's when we'll really see the big impact of everything. Um, okay. But what is it? it let's see here. All right, so we talked about finance. And, well, uh, the the new thing now is the last thing on finance is uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Yeah. We, we got a battle pass. Do you mess with Arena at all, D? 
Yeah, I do every time I get a chance to. Okay. Have you seen? Have you been on since the most recent update? Yeah. What do you think about the uh, the new battle pass system, man? I hate it. Okay. Why do you hate it? <laughs> because, <laughs> well, to be fair, to be fair, um, I've got about maybe fourteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars in cards um, locked into Magic Gathering Online right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I, I wanted. Get. I wanted. I want to be where you are, Dave. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no. <laughs> I'll give you the account because I hardly ever play anymore. Um, I think I, I, I will never get anything out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to Arena, like now you can have this, you, you can add, which I mean, we're living a loot box mentality now with microtransactions all over the place. Yeah. Every little aspect of a program being monetized. And I understand why developers do that, but I mean, to me, it takes away something from it. Yeah. It's, and it, it just, I, I've, I've dropped exactly to 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 date zero dollars in arena. I have not. Look <laughs> 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 kind of oh, no. I wish I could say the same thing, but well, I have not. Say, it's not that I have anything against it. It's just I can't sell. There's no right. trading or anything right. like that in arena, which I think is actually kind of a good thing for the way the program works. Well, but if you equate it to even video games, where you know it's all it's going all digital potentially. This is my fear. My biggest fear of Arena is, the, is that paper magic goes away. I, I don't think that will See, it's crazy because there, there's some reports are saying attendance has been up since Arena came out. So it's it's putting butts yeah. in the chairs. It, it made me come back. Did Easy. it really? Yeah. Arena really... And, and my, my dude boy, over here. Your boy D-Moy. Yeah, yeah, my boy D-Moy called me. You know, yeah, well, so I, I like Arena. I, I really do. I just... I don't see... I, I'm, not, I'm the kind of person, if I've got you know $20, I can mm-hmm. blow on cards... Do I want to do it on cards I will never get to physically hold in my hand? Yeah. Or am I going to put it on paper magic? That's, or, you that's know, always the big concern. Or, or even go go buy a, uh, a Planeswalker deck and get the code and then have it both ways. Yeah. So, I didn't know they could do that, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I was playing with the Soren Planeswalker deck, the new one that just came out. And actually, it was, it was pretty good right out the box. Um, so, to date, I've spent $180 on Arena. And I have all almost all of the top-tier... Uh, decks in the meta and to me that is a very reasonable dollar figure for what I have I have yeah. all the lands for the most part I have I mean I have I mean it's just it's not hard to get them. no it's not yeah. hard to get cards I mean you do a little bit of grinding you know you do the daily quests i.e. Hearthstone so speaking of daily quests now yeah this has been the big concern with the new battle pass system is that there's a cap now on the experience that you can earn per day but where they're addressing that, though, correct? Um, the the address is going to come in, I I believe, in the next af- after this this one goes away. Yeah, they're going to fix it in the next one. So just looking at the screen here, I just want to make this comment. Uh, Alan and I I booted up the client for the first time with Alan on uh, on Discord. And we did a draft that he refuses to upload. Because yeah, we I'm bombed. not uploading that. Okay. <laughs> no, we we will. But uh, I wonder if you're about the same question I wanted to ask. Go ahead. This is Fortnite, dude. Like this is, they even <laughs> ripped off the template. I'm like, we we spent a summer with Fortnite. I'll, I'll call it my summer with Fortnite. That was last summer, <laughs> um, and it was it, it was fine. It was a fling. Okay, it was a fling. This is rip. I mean, this is a rip off. This is a total rip off. It's a season pass for thirty four hundred gems. What's that equate to? Um, that is twenty dollars, I believe. Twenty bucks. That's, yeah, that's a lot of money, man. Um, but if you look at this chart provided by MTG Goldfish, hey. It is. It's a total value of one hundred seventy dollars. Oh, booty! That is, that, is not, that is not true. That is not true. So you know, 
you did not ask the question I thought you were going to ask. Okay. And that's maybe because I don't have Fortnite experience. Because if but I got to pick Fortnite man. and PUBG, I'm going PUBG. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not a Fortnite guy. What the, What's the deal with the cat? What it's, is the deal with the cat? It's just cosmetic. It just sits there. Where? This is where? So, where? On the board. On the side of the board. So Hearthstone has those interactive, like, little things you can tinker mm-hmm. with. Wait, wait for your opponent to finish. The yeah. catapult. Yeah. Yeah. Drop a rock. I, I think that was kind of fun. Oh. That kind of was like, I thought that was, I mean, that's one of the reasons I liked Hearthstone. It, was, it was, had so much, like, flair. It had mm-hmm. so much light. It's pretty. Yeah. The, the magic, uh, the MTG Arena board is just static. Yeah. <laughs> Non-interactive. There is one. Well, no, not even the Scorpion. One of the, one of the maps, and I don't know which one it is. If you look, it, it looks like you're playing in, in like on the top of a building or up in the air, and there's a, a battle and like storms going on behind you. Oh, the War of the Spark one, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, the War of the Spark one. Yeah, go, go there's figure, stuff, right? If you yeah. click, there's like a statue you click. If you click on it, it comes to life and starts stomping through the town. Oh, that's I'm, cool. I've seen this. Okay. Okay, well, well I didn't little, see that. The little cat is, is one of those. He's like, he's just like a little He just kicks it on the side. Yeah, he animates. Yeah. So. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're trying to get you, I guess, more bang for your buck. But then the other part that people were really upset with is right here. What's that? 5,400 gems, you actually gain 10 levels. So you buy 10 levels when you first buy the pack. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. That's uh, not, it's that's not rough. pay to win. It's not pay to win. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Magic the Gathering is pay to win just as a whole. We, let's just face yeah. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for you to say something to completely eliminate your credibility. No, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's, it's like, no, it definitely has... It has a pay-to-win aspect. There's a pay-to-win aspect because two people, if somebody's just starting to play Magic... With a beginner deck. A, a beginner yeah. deck, they have no chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it's not even a game. Yeah. So this is, it's not a pay-to-win thing, but it's just, it's not a good look. Yeah. You never want to, to, to entice people to pay more money to get through something faster. That is bad news. See, and as a fan, it's like, I want it all. I want to have everything. But then, in the same breath, it, it is all digital. Yeah, do what you, does it matter at the end of the day? And do you really want to spend that extra money to, if you want to have everything, mm-hmm. wouldn't part of that be the experience itself? Would yeah. you really want to pay extra money to sacrifice the experience you could be having? Yeah. So Just my, my opinion. The only way you can get experience now is through special events and daily quests, and those are only limited for so much. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't even mean like actual yeah. like XP. Well, no, I'm just I mean even the experience that, yeah. of doing so. Yeah, no, I was just equating that with that, but you're right. I mean, because it... This isn't designed, in my opinion, for people that can only play on the weekends. Because you can only hold three or four quests at a time. So if you don't log on for, you know, four or five days, your quests just pile up. Yeah. And then you miss you a couple. Anymore, yeah. yeah, so this this kind of puts them in a bind a little bit. The people that don't want to spend all the money on it. I, I haven't put a lot of thought into it because, you know, it, it's just... It, you still can grind the gold. Um, yeah. you, you know, you, it's still... I still think it's reasonable. I think they're going to listen to community feedback, which is, it's obvious they do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just they, They've at, already announced that they're going to be changing it. Yeah, so, so yeah. I, I think they listen. Um, Wizards is very good about that, so I, I think they'll improve things. Okay. So, I mean, moving on now, it's our combat phase, Uh-oh. so we need to get to the meta. So now... It's the combat phase. D, calm down. D- <laughs> I'm talking about combat with cardboard. Cardboard <laughs> combat, man. It's Hogak. Oh. You gotta be careful of the hogag because you get too much hogag on you, you're gonna need a penicillin shot and have to see a doctor. No, 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 hogag. 
the Magic the Gathering card. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> Some occurred to me, too. He was making the, the... I was, like, trying to cover my face so you wouldn't hear me laughing. Yeah. I forgot we're doing this on Twitch, too. Yeah, they see us. <laughs> yeah, they, they see you. Yeah. They, they see you. So, everything's captured. Everything's getting captured. Okay, Daniel, talk to me about Hogak. Uh, so, I built the, uh, the, the, the Hogak deck, the dreaded Hogak deck, and... We played a few few games of it. I played a little bit with uh, Lady Lorenda. Check her out, twitch.tv slash Lady Lorenda. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, my boy AD over here. Your boy. Your boy AD. We played that on that broken glass over at Jay Tiger. What up? That, that's what we were slamming cards down. Just Dude, I was raining havoc on that broken glass. <laughs> no. But it, this is a cold deck, man. What do you think? Okay, so I, I played against this deck. He was trying to test it out. I, I did burn because I felt like that was the only thing that may stood up to it. Uh, turn, was it turn two? You got Hogak out? Turn two, uh, Hogak. And I think there was two other critters out there too. It didn't matter. You had Hogak out turn two and I was dead. Uh, so. But who ended up winning the best of three of that? Burn. Because of graveyard hate. So, let me just say something. So this is a deck that everybody's talking crap, everybody's hating. I'm a dredge player. Everybody knows that. (laughs) Everybody knows that. Everybody loves that. Well, I don't know if they love it, but they know that. This is the next iteration of Dredge. And gosh, this deck has so much style. It's so cool, man. I mean, you're just bringing stuff out of the graveyard. My boy, my favorite card of all time. Shout out to Reed, Gravecrawler. Crawling oh, out that grave, baby. Out of it. Dude. I mean that's on that's on that's on some password stuff. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we love Gravecrawler so much. He's on the he's on the password. Man, 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 yeah, stop, yeah, stop. Oh, oh, my bad, my yeah. bad. They're hacking us. They're hacking us. No, uh, this is just a, an iteration of Dredge, and man, it's just it's a cool. So deck. this deck has so much balls. Oh God, the that audacity it, that it runs two Leyline of the Void. The in audacity its own deck. Yeah, and this deck needs graveyard, right? But it. Read the text on Leyline again, though. If Leyline Avoid is in your opening hand, it messes up your opponent. I mean, yeah. that's really what it boils down to. No, but, but it's not a fact. I don't think that's exactly how the text of the yeah. card goes. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, it's, no, not, but, it, but it's, it's It messes your opponent up. Yeah, it's not, not you. you. But, yeah. so, but is this worth running in your main board? Absolutely. Because it, this, this, is a, this is a direct representation of what the meta is. So this, this deck has so much balls that it runs Leyline of the Void. In its main board, where Leyline has always been sideboard, but that that's that's because because well, first off, you have the mana to cast it if you have to hard cast it, yep. so that's not a concern. Mm-hmm. And if you look at some of the other top decks, I mean, if you're on turn four, you know you're you're kind of sorry, you're out of luck. But yeah. I mean, this is I don't see it as crazy. I, I mean, this is like running main board surgical extraction to me. Yeah, I mean. That kind of fits in that is it Phoenix deck because you can use that Phyrexian mana to, to pop to pop off for the the, the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I hear what you're saying. Um, but this is a direct response to how many Bridge Vine decks there are. Right. The you were talking about it earlier, um, and it was the. Do you think that 2020 actually is going to try to help balance some stuff? I think it will. I think with well, we're you know going back to the finance. Craft Acres Cage got reprinted. Yeah, um, <laughs> which has no yeah. synergy. It's just yeah. a random thing in there. But with the amount of ley lines that keep popping up, and with the popularity of Hogak and Bridge Vines, I see a lot. Mm-hmm. Of, I mean, if you thought Graveyard Hate was bad when um, went with Dredge, and, and then you brought um, Dreadhorde. Good Lord, in so many words. 
Dreadhorde came <laughs> with the uh, War of the Spark, yeah. and so Graveyard Hate got even worse. And then the um, start coming out the Hogak Bridge Vines. Y- you're going to see, uh, I think, a lot of Leyline of the World. You're saying the price has gone down. I- I- I'm going to say wait. I think that's going to yeah. rebound fast because it, I just see Graveyard Hate being a big, big deal for a while. So the price of the original printing will always be higher than this printing. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's 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 just something historically that happens. Like the, if, even if the art is the same, the original printing always has m- more value. But yeah, it's I, older. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think the price. Uh, I, I don't know. I I see this rebounding back up after this after the set becomes m- less scarce. But this this is one of those things they shoved in there at the at the last minute. This is a carnage tyrant situation where Convoke on the eleventh hour, on the 11th 11th hour, hour you shove, shove this in there. So so what were you saying, Alan? It it has convoke and delve in a creature. But it can't be cast. I mean i know what you're saying, but it it, <laughs> it, it was like okay, when we did the, the, the previews of this, did this catch your eye in any way, shape or form? No. Me either. I mean, Oh, but I mean, so it's got to be uh, convoke or uh, delve to even cast it. Yeah, but what is it? It's it's green black. Yeah. You mean to tell me you're not gonna have any other Celes- uh, Celestia on there to help with convoke or have a bunch of other? You don't sacrificial... need it. You don't need it. So yeah, And you can cast it out of the yard. Like how about Vengevine, man? That was an Ultimate Masters reprint, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, because it doesn't go, it didn't go in anything, mm-hmm. and then this came around, and I was like, oh god, this, this card's broken. Four three with haste. Yeah, and you don't have to cast it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So it does, uh, you know, it does a fifth of your health yeah. as soon as it hits. Wonderful. So let me just say this: this is not a fair deck. All right, fair decks. So Azorius control. Okay. Um, is it Phoenix is not a fair deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this like I just said, this is not a fair deck. Um, I feel like Burn is a fair deck. Um, Tron not a fair deck. So I think it's going to have a wrap because because people calling ban it, ban Hogak. We hate him. They're on the ban hammer real bad with this one. Chill, chill, bro. <laughs> chill, homie. Chill, bro. Because like look at look at the top SCG results. Who was at the top, homie? And it wasn't Hogak. No. And I was so it's Death Shadow. Say what? Mardu. Mardu. <laughs> My do Mardu, man. Hey, there's another Modern Horizons card that everybody says it's not fitting in modern. Look at that. That's that's getting your boy uh, Death Shadow when it comes in the battlefield. This is crazy. So that's one of the things I love too. You have all these top tier decks that a lot of people strive to try to build. Because you see how well they're performing. Yes. And then you have a dude come up and throw something together out of cards no one suspected and ends up topping a lot of those yeah. other cards. So right I here, love seeing that. Fifth place. That. Fifth place. Grixis Urza. <clears throat> People thought Urza was just going to be a commander card. Yeah. This is that Thopter. And then Goblin Engineer. I'm going to toot my own horn here. Called yeah, it. Yeah, you called it. That was going to be broken. Um, and it is. I don't. I have not watched this deck being played, so I'm not exactly sure how this works. Um, I love all the graveyard hate in mainboard now. Yeah. For everything, they have to have it. I guess they're so scared of Hogak. I mean, that's the only thing I can really think of. What's the cost on that deck? It's got to be over a grand. Right? Uh, we'll look it up later. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah that's like. Was that, not, was that a Nihil Spellbomb in there? Yeah. Yes. I think I got like twelve of those. Yeah, they're not. They're not expensive, which yeah. is cool. But I mean. 
So do you like Bridge Fine? Do you like the Hogak deck? I haven't played enough with it to know if I like it, but man, it's got a lot of style. It's cool. I, uh, I As soon as I played Dredge, the first time I played it, I built it. I was I loved it. I was like, this is what I'm going to run with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Bridge Fine has that same vibe to it. I I have Is It Phoenix built as well. They just... You just don't like it? I don't like it. It's so conditional. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually ran that Is It Phoenix standard build at an SCG, and I got absolutely destroyed. Destroyed. Now, I know this is standard, so it's a different power level, but the changes that Modern Horizon has made to this list is Lava Dart, um, and the big one was, um, if you go over to the enchantments, the Aria of Flame. Yeah. So this is another card that we didn't even wasn't even on our radar if you read this, you're like, why would you ever play this? When this enters a battlefield, your opponent gains 10 life. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? This must be absolutely broken. But, but Daniel, what happens when you cast an instant or a sorcery spell? Yeah, it, it starts like ticking off, and like you get counters on this thing, and then it just apparently just starts popping off. I've read a couple articles of some pros saying that they were very impressed by this card. Yeah. Um, so, what's your thought? I, I need to play with it first because it just seems like if you give your opponent 10 life and, and you're kind of running a burn deck in a lot of respects. Well, yeah, it's like a combo burn yeah. deck, yeah. So, why? I, I don't know. We, we, need to, we need to figure yeah. that out. And then running three surgical attractions main board. Well, that's Hogak. <laughs> that's because they can't do Leyline. All right, so, you know, that's the combat, so it's the end step. What do you have to say about all that? Like, do you think Hogak's fine? Do you think he's a problem? I think he's fine. Um, I, and that's coming from no personal bias. <laughs> no, it's... If, if he was at the top of every single tournament and the top three was Hogak, 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 mm-hmm. then he needs to be dispelled. He needs to be out of there. Right. But that is not the case. Yeah. Do you, what, what are you seeing um, at the shop? Do you think the modern meta is too defined? Yeah, I, I would have to say it's, it's it's very well regulated. People are people are specifically buying packs looking for those specific cards to mm-hmm. make these decks that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's almost to me modern has uh, in, in the current meta. There's no innovation. It's just everyone following suit trying to build the same stuff. Yeah. So Daniel, you did put in the show notes that you think modern's actually yeah. evolving at a faster rate now. I I I kind of disagree. I know what you're saying, but that that that's is a com- that's a blanket forever. Every, everyone's comfortable. Yeah, with these but days. that's competitive magic though. It's it's once somebody gets on the board, it's a it's a monkey see monkey do thing. Like that's what competitive magic is. And then you take that archetype and then you kind of make tweaks to make it uh, adapt it for the meta. Um, watching interviews with past winners on SCG, they they make comments like, "Okay, this won this weekend, mm-hmm. but next weekend that's not going to win." Right now, does the deck change in power over the week? No. The answer is the you have to play it. exactly. Yeah. You have to adapt to the meta. That just won. All of a sudden, people pulling out their like, lines. See, that's like Death Shadow. Death yeah. Shadow was it was said to be trash. After all this came out, then Death Shadow just won. Right, and I, I'm still on the side of Death Shadow being trash because, man, anytime you're taking away your life, it's scary. Especially oh, if you go against a burn deck. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a terrible, bad feeling. My favorite deck, Ten Rack, is nowhere in the meta now. No, but it's evolved, right? Yeah, it's it's turned into something. Yeah, it's uh, just prison. Is okay. really what it is. Yeah, it just locks people out. Yeah, but I don't want to spend the money for Chalice of the Void. 
So uh, so we run ten rack. We run ten rack. Until we bring it back. Until we bring it back. Which I will agree with you on the competitive level. It is. Yeah. It's very much monkey seeing what you do. My statement was geared more towards the the local level. Gotcha. Because what I was used to seeing was people that would try to take these decks that are top tier and make changes and tweaks and try to innovate and build off of it and try to make something that's their own. I haven't been seeing a lot of that well, lately. You know what that's from? I mean, that's a fear of losing. Because if you sit down and you're sitting across from a Tron and they have the exact list of the Tron that won the last SEG mm-hmm. and then you're sitting there right. with a tinkered uh, a D-Moy version of this, <laughs> of whatever, you're and, like, well, you, I'm gonna- and you're like, I'm going to show up to the shop with a little something spicy. <laughs> well, And then Tron proceeds to stomp you. Yeah. It's a bad feeling. Yeah. And then you go back and say, okay, I should have done that. Yeah. It's... It, Okay, it's 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 two, it's of two minds. Do you want to win or do you want to be innovative? And sometimes both of those things can happen, mm-hmm. and then we get something new at the top, like Hogan, like Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, I mean, I think that's that's about all I got. Daniel, is there anything else that that you need to say, or no, is it the final verdict? I did a lot of talking. I'm Good. Like, <laughs> no, that's why you're here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 It, all it right. It was a talk show. Yeah, D, that's true. So, b- before we send everything off, what's going on at the shop coming up this month? What do we got? Uh, this month, up the top of my head, so you know me, I have to have everything written down. So we got that big board right when you first walk in. Mm-hmm. Up the top of my head, um, we have the modern league that's going on right now on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah. That's uh, a month long league. So what? What is the league? How do you participate? What do you get if you win the league? What's going on? Um. You can. It's uh, fifteen dollars to get in, mm-hmm. and that's your your entry fee for the entire month. Unless you register one deck, uh, we are um, testing out where other people have asked about using additional decks. Yeah, um, we will let you register two additional decks for five. Can you register uh, two Hogak decks? <laughs> yeah, as long as the list is different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, you can how many cards two different? The same, but if you want, but yeah. no, it just. I mean, if it's one card different, it's a different deck. Um, yeah, I got it. Got it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so you basically you can register the same deck with three different sideboards if you wanted to, uh, essentially. Um, but that goes on all month. Um, of course, uh, this upcoming Friday, we have uh, the actual launch for the 2020 uh, core set. Uh, that'll be a booster draft. Okay. Um, a standard showdown and whatnot starts following on Saturday soon after. That'll be this month as well. Um, and traditionally at the shop, we've always gone with a booster draft um, standard booster draft modern for Friday Night Magic mm-hmm. um, with the course at 2020 we change that around and it's going booster standard modern booster standard modern oh that's kind of cool we're gonna, yeah trying to um, booster helps bring in new players but yeah. where we've got a nice community right now yeah. we're, we're kind of tapering that back to try to put some more competitive um, stuff in there do we know what the uh, what the two headed giant draft will be coming up <laughs> the two headed giant draft will be coming up will be it will be a 2020 Oh, it's not going to be Modern Horizons yet? But I didn't know that that was uh, something that the players were looking for. We can. Uh, I would love that. I think it would be a lot of fun. They say it would be a little more expensive because the packs are a little bit more yeah, expensive. We'll, but we'll cross that we'll cross that Hogak bridge when we get to it. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll um, cross that bridge vine when we get to it, dude. But that'll end up being on a Saturday. Okay. Either a Saturday or a Sunday. Awesome. Yeah. Um, just because during the week, that's when we have a lot of... Um, yeah, there was a couple free Saturdays yeah. that were open. But um, what what else do you guys have going on during the week? Any Warhammer events, D&D? Anything? Well, yeah, we have Warlord Wednesday, which is every okay. Wednesday that's geared towards our Warhammer players to come and get casual games or tabletop wargaming. Um, it was um, Wargame Wednesday. We changed it to Warlord because I saw some of the Commander players supposed to link up and do uh, casual mm-hmm. play as well. Um, we have 
various role-playing games we go on Thursday is traditionally packed with our, our D&D group right now is been split in different subgroups. I think they're like because there's a ton people of people right now. now. Yeah, it's it's, That's it's awesome. crazy. Um, yeah. We have some different role RPG games that go on, and then of course um, uh, various card yeah. and board. So what I'm um, stumbling. <laughs> what, what, what I will, what I, what I think you we should take credit for mm-hmm. is uh, there's been a resurgence at the shop now for Commander. Oh yeah, so it's, it's totally from. Uh, it's, fr- it's probably fr- it's totally from us. People are talking about the new Commander decks that they're oh, building. That's. No big deal. You know, yeah. That's why we're here, D. We're here we, to help. we had nothing no. to do with that whatsoever. At all. No, no. we got nothing at all. <laughs> no. We'll get you taken care of later. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, we're on camera. Thank you, Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> we're Twitch for this. What up, Twitch? All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us. We're gonna, that's going to be your last impression of D. <laughs> D's the man. We love D. <laughs> No, but really, guys, thank you for, for watching and listening. I uh, really appreciate you guys. Yeah, and D, thank you for joining us. And thank oh, no, you. I yeah. love, love being here. It's been it's been a really great great time. And I'll, I do want to tell you too. I yes, the resurgence in Commander has been, you know, the credit where credits due. Uh, we we like to promote second main phase because. Yeah, it has helped out. Um, Aww. Well, it gets information out there, and I, and I actually enjoy listening too because everyone thank knows. You. Thank you. Being Daniel, thank you. Thank I have. You. I just. I. I don't know. Like, I. I feel like it, it just. It, it. I don't know. We went to the shop the other night, and people said, you know, they were listening and they were appreciating, it, and I was like, I don't know. It made me feel good. It does. It makes you feel really. Well, good. I like it because, as you know, I'm, I'm more of a casual player. I don't have the time to be too. He likes us because we're bad. Bronze-tears perspective. Bronze perspective. Yeah, yeah well, it's added. What up? Well, no, I, I, I like it because it does present extra information yeah. to me that allows me to help learn about things. Otherwise, I wouldn't have time to yeah. learn on my own since I stay busy. So, well, I mean, we try to bring like the the actual facts of the changes yeah. coming, mm-hmm. and then we place in some opinions because I mean. I mean, we definitely don't have that professional level of experience, but yeah, you know, we have. Fun. So I'd love to be able to be back for the forty fourth episode. Oh no, so. dude, you'll be here for the four millionth episode. No, not that long. Yeah, we <laughs> want it sooner than. I know. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no I just did. Uh, well, that's twice now. Dude. Yeah, wonderful, I'm wonderful. <laughs> I'm not going to be allowed to be on yeah, here for a while. So, but what we do have coming up, um, you know, we're, we got another obviously episodes five and beyond. Um, within yeah. the next couple episodes, we are going to try to get Andy on, who is the uh, resident shop yes, judge. Yes, resident shop judge. Andy is um, and a, a great guy, an yeah. encyclopedia of magic cards. Yes. Yeah, he his lore knowledge is crazy. So we'll try to have a really good episode for everybody then. Yeah, and maybe we can get some good questions together and everything too. But everyone, thank you for just supporting us, and you know we'll upload this to YouTube, and we're gonna start trying to upload more stuff to our YouTube channel as well. We're yes. doing drafting, so. so yeah, we're doing. We're trying to add additional content. We're gonna hopefully start actually streaming some like actual gameplay as far as like paper magic so you can see Hogak live in action yeah that'd be awesome and then uh, we're going to try to do some other stuff on arena yeah um, one thing I do want to try to bring you over to uh, we are going to run some lower end um, MTGO stuff some popper cards just to try to get that going and just to get a feel for it really so we can practice and everything so, so. MTGO I was being dead serious if I can remember my logins and whatnot, that would I be- will trade you all my cards you can have them you can have the account I don't do it anymore. All right, guys. I got to go because I got to get D to figure out his password. All right. Everyone, thank you again, and we will talk to you all soon.